1: Faith here with a welcome toast. It was Luis Bonuel who said, If you were to ask me if I'd ever had the bad luck to miss my daily cocktail, I'd have to say that I doubt it. Where certain things are concerned, I plan ahead. It's great to have you joining the party on the Faith Middleton Food Schmooze, inviting you to eat, drink, and be merry with us. We're in our culinary studio at the Big G Gateway Community College in downtown New Haven. Five professional kitchens and a television studio at our fingertips. My treasured food buddy is here, Chris Prosperi of Metro Beast Restaurant in Simsbury, Connecticut. I have a question. Would you like to be a maker of great cocktails and not spend a fortune? You know, if you go into the liquor store, suddenly you're buying all these things and you go home and it's about a hundred (laughs) dollar cocktail. Do you look over at the liquor cabinet or even in the fridge and think, what am I going to do with these bottles of Forte Giuliana from Italy? (laughs) I made up that name. Um, We discovered a new cocktail book and we're having the best time with it. It has saved us uh, fortune in costs because it's called the one-bottle cocktail book. You buy one spirit and then add fresh ingredients. So no more cocktails with 15 ingredients and a liquor store bill of $125 or $150. You choose your spirit out of the book Or you can work your way through these 80 recipes, trying different spirits, one spirit at a time, until that bottle is done, not thrown away as it happens. So let's say vodka, we say make the El Galito. We're gonna tell you about these. If you love margaritas, forget about the other stuff. Beyond the tequila, you make the Tiburon with lime juice and honey. Chris and I don't know why we didn't think of this. We're going to send it to your door to bring you ease, happiness, and newfound skill as thanks for supporting the Faith Middleton Food Schmooze Party and everything you love on Connecticut Public Radio. Our guest, Maggie Hoffman, author of the book, writes about wine and spirits for serious eats. And in fact, she founded its drink section. Maggie Hoffman, author of one. One bottle cocktails. Welcome to the Food Schmooze Party. Thank you so much for
0: having me. Oh,
1: it's great to have you. And I know you're sitting in a studio in San Francisco right now, so we really appreciate it. How did this concept come to you?
0: I wrote about drinks for many years, um, and now I contribute to the San Francisco Chronicle and Sunset and other places. And when you work on the internet, they say, don't ever read the comments, but you do. (laughs) And people would say, oh, you know, this sounds easy, but a bottle of chartreuse is going to run me $45. And that vermouth, you say it doesn't last that long. And pretty soon people were saying, this sounds simple, a classic cocktail, but the price is just too high. And so the idea of taking the bourbon that's sitting on your mantle or the vodka that's in your freezer and seeing how to make a clever grocery store or farmer's market inspired cocktail that still tastes like a real cocktail.
1: Oh, I love this. I love what you're saying. This is, and this spirit of yours comes through. So I can't wait to, you know, in a few minutes, we're going to tell people how to have this sent to their doors. Okay, let's start with one. So you open the book with probably, would you say vodka is the most popular spirit? It's
0: probably the one most people have around. Okay. I think tequila is on the rise. Yes, Mm. I know. So you get your
1: favorite vodka. This first one is called The Walkabout. And it has vodka, honey syrup, fresh tangerine or mandarin orange juice. I'm sure if you don't happen to have those at your disposal, you could use a regular orange, right?
0: Yeah, those tangerines and mandarins tend to be a little sweeter and tangier. If there are those little clementines yeah. at your market, that works too. That's
1: because you're in San Francisco. Okay, a fresh lemon juice, a pinch of ground turmeric, and then you
0: splash of club soda. I want to give credit. This is from a great bartender in D.C. named Sarah Rosner. And what's so clever about it is that pinch of turmeric, which has a savory character that balances. So it's not just juice and club soda. It really adds complexity to that, a sort of warm, warm spice that's just lovely with the tart lemon and orange.
2: And I can make that right now because everything you just said, I have
1: Is that because
2: you're a restaurant kitchen? No, no, because I I buy at Stop and Shop, or local grocery, the tangerine juice. It comes in a little plastic bottle, and it's always in the produce section, so it's not with the other orange juice. And I always grab it because I like the way it tastes.
1: Oh, wow, okay. And everyone has turmeric. What I also love about this, I want to keep going as quickly as I can to get to as many of these as possible. But what I like about this is the kind of healthy ingredients that you have in here. So we're not seeing stuff with a lot of junk over sugared. If you're using sugars, it's usually either a tiny amount of regular sugar or something more healthful like honeys and agave syrup and stuff like that. By the way, thank you, Maggie, for allowing us to put these drink recipes on our website at foodschmooze.org. Here's another one from the vodka section. It's really fun to think about going through the section and then moving on to the next spirit. Um, Well, that's how you get to know. You're a cocktail maker by the time you're done with this. Okay, Chris, this is called El Gallito. This is a pitcher drink. Which Ooh, I, I love
2: that in the summer.
1: I know you do. You like to whip up a yeah, batch and then
2: I don't have to go back to the bar or back to the kitchen or anything and just put it on the porch with everybody and
1: Yes. This has fresh cilantro. If you're not a cilantro fan, Maggie will tell us what you can substitute. Green onions, cherry tomatoes, fresh pineapple, lime juice, agave nectar, adobo sauce from those little tiny cans really? of canned chipotles. And the vodka.
0: Isn't this something you hear how body friendly that is? Okay, go ahead, Maggie. This drink is really magical. It's from Matthew McKinley Campbell, who's a local bartender here. And you put all of those ingredients, the cherry tomatoes, the pineapple, the sauce from the chipotle, you put it in your blender. And you blend it, and when it's done, you strain it through a fine-mesh strainer, but you don't throw it away because the liquid that comes through is your cocktail mix, and you mix it half and half with your vodka— or aged tequila if that's what you have. The solids become this delicious, spicy pineapple salsa. So if you have some chips, oh. you kind of get two for one. Oh. Genius.
2: Oh. You can see me sitting on the porch with this.
1: Oh my gosh. So you could do a tequila in this if you wanted to. This sure. is almost like a, a half and half Bloody Mary, right? It it's has a It's like
2: a
0: very spice. light and spicy Bloody Mary. I love the sound. And again, no
2: going to the package store and picking up 10 or 15 different cocktail mixes or bitters. And I mean, I can't tell you how many of those I had to get to make one drink. And then I didn't love the drink. And now I have this shelf of all this stuff I don't use.
0: I know. And this is very fresh. That's the thing. You can drink this in the morning and not feel so bad. Sunday brunch. Here is even – we're just in the vodka section, which
1: next is coming up gin, and then we have bourbon and whiskey. <laughs> and we're going to tell you in a couple of minutes how to have this book sent to your door. Whether you keep it and want to try this yourself or you want to pass this on to someone who loves to make cocktails or wants to learn, this is the way to do that. And in a more healthful way, I think, because of the farmer's market ingredients – There's a silken sour in here. I just wanted to mention
0: it because it has silken tofu in it. Bartenders are the most creative people. But I, in making this book, told them to basically not use the supplies in their bar. And so they got really creative. And silken tofu adds an amazing, rich texture, creamy texture. You don't really taste any sort of savory quality from it, um, but it just makes for a really silken drink. Mm. Vodka and simple syrup, which
1: is sugar and water melted together, fresh lime juice, just a tablespoon of silken tofu, and then you could just do a little sprinkle of grated nutmeg or a lime twist as a garnish. Comes together in about two seconds. There you go. a smoothie. Isn't that interesting? (laughs) That is so interesting. I love it. There's a one called A Blackberry Cucumber Mule. I just want you to know what the section is like. All right, we're talking with uh, Maggie Hoffman, the one-bottle cocktail book. The idea behind this book, I think of it as our latest exciting discovery. It's a cocktail recipe book featuring just a single spirit at a time, whether it's vodka, tequila, gin, mezcal, bourbon, scotch. You add then fresh ingredients, and that's it. So you get to use up that single bottle of spirit before moving on, if you'd like to. Delicious recipes. You're an instant bartender as you work your way through this, and you don't have to spend a fortune. And we will tell you that this book, this hardcover book, is our thank you gift for supporting this show and everything you love on public radio. In the gin section, uh, Slippery When Wet... (laughs) which is uh, fresh strawberries and honey and Greek yogurt, three beet high and rising, which is vanilla extract, beet juice, lemon juice, pomegranate soda. I love the sound of that. The je ne sais quoi, which is a little bit of champagne grapes, leaves from tarragon, simple syrup, gin, lime juice, and an egg white, which gives drinks a gorgeous texture. The gin Rocket, Police and Thieves, <laughs> The Bay of Bengal. I love the names. Rose of Roses, <laughs> The Bangkok, The Night of the Hunter. We're going to get to tequila in a minute. There's a, a section we're just approaching, which is agave. It is <laughs> that Chris <laughs> is cheering. <laughs> this is his favorite. So a drink called Boogie Nights with fennel pollen or ground fennel seeds, ripe strawberries, some tequila, and agave syrup. It turns into um, this very aromatic cocktail. Chris, you were remarking on the photography. In I this.
2: love the photos in the book. The colors are just amazing. It just makes you want to make the drinks.
1: It's a nice presentation. And also, I would say a nice host gift if you're walking into somebody's house. There's a sun-kissed highball with aloe vera juice, Blanco tequila, lime juice, and club soda, all doable. There is green gold, which has green bell pepper in it and jalapeno chili and lime juice and pineapple juice. That just sounds to me like it would be so delicious. Bartenders, if I were you, I'd be getting this. Uh, Maggie, when you went to see these bartenders, what was the question you posed to them to see if they had cocktails that would fit for what you were
0: doing? I would say I want to make single spirit cocktails with no vermouth, no bitters, no liqueurs, and some of them would start rolling their eyes. But some of them got excited, and then they would go to the grocery store, and they would text me from Whole Foods and say, what do you think about olive oil, or what do you think about Earl Grey tea, or what do you think about using carrots? And those people got really excited, and some of them adapted drinks from their menus, Mm -hmm. and some of them came up with something totally new and fantastic. You Uh, pushed
2: them out of the comfort zone. That's
0: awesome. And
1: Maggie, you're right on trend, because when you do these surveys, people really want... Real vegetables and fruits, not yeah. junk with a lot of additives, when they're having their cocktails. Fresh. And so love, love, love what you have done. One spirit at a time. Imagine this as a party with people where you come over every I don't know Friday night. Or you work your way through the book together. More what? than
2: a year worth of Fridays. Really
1: fun. <laughs> really, really fun. Yes, they're eighty. So. <laughs> Okay, we're going to take a quick break to tell you this is a discovery we're very excited about. It's called the One Bottle Cocktail. Maggie Hoffman, who's been a cocktail maker for a long time, more than 80 recipes with fresh ingredients and a single spirit at a time. If you'd like us to send this to your door, the number to call with your charge card in your hand is 1-800-584-2788. Robin Doyen-Akin.
3: 1-800-584-2788 is the number to call to support our show and all the local shows you hear on Connecticut Public Radio. I don't know about you, but I love the idea of supermarket cocktails. Spirits accepted. All of the ingredients in Maggie's drinks are ones that are found at the supermarket. They are the things that you put in your cart every single week. All you need to do to get this book in your hands is and start that cocktail party, is $8 a month. A pledge of $8 a month or a one-time gift of $96, so less than $100. It's like a, it's like
1: a cup of coffee. Yeah. It, it's like the way it goes now.
3: It, it's less than your Netflix uh, subscription, so
1: give yourself the treat of the one-bottle cocktail. 1-800-584-2788. Or, of course, you can go online online. To foodschmooze.org, and you'll see the pledge button.
3: Click the red donate button on the right hand corner of our homepage, and that will lead you to our Food Schmooze exclusive pledge page with gifts that you will love, and this new one, the one bottle cocktail, front and center on that pledge page. $8 a month or a one-time gift of
1: $96. So Robin, remember what happened when this came in? We get books from everywhere and publishers saying, would you feature this? And we look at them and one goes into one pile and the other you think is a possible pile and then there's the, oh yes. This came in <laughs> and we said, oh <laughs> yes. I think well,
3: we locked eyes.
1: Let, let's <laughs> look at, let's really look at this because we like these drinks. So we've got more spirits to tell you about The Bay of Bengal, which is gin and agave syrup, lemon juice, unsweetened coconut cream, a little touch of rice milk, you know how that rice dream milk that they make in the supermarket, and egg white because it gives it a beautiful texture, very silky. And so there you go. That's how you make a Bay of Bengal.
3: Mm. Maybe in our next segment, Maggie will tell us uh, about the substitute that people can use if they don't want to put raw egg in their drink. That might come up. But if you are adventurous or you have some ingredients that you bought at home for a special recipe, I'm thinking lemongrass comes up in the book. And now you have this cocktail that you can make with whatever lemongrass you don't use for the recipe or rose water. There are a few ingredients in here besides the fresh ones that you already have and the spices that fill your pantry that you might buy for other things and Now you have another
1: reason to use them in a cocktail. Contribution (laughs) of $8 a month. Uh, I'm Faith Middleton with Chris Prosperi, senior contributor on the show. And you're hearing Robin Julian Aiken, the senior producer right now. And yes, we are excited about this cookbook. What we try to do during fundraising, it's no secret, is pick things that we absolutely love in the hopes that you too will love it and want this as a thank you gift. And you're the one who makes these shows happen. Not only our show, but uh, John Dankowski's next Wheelhouse. Colin McEnroe, yep. Wheelhouse, Lucy Nalbothanchel on Where We Live. The local shows take a lot of work and a lot of stations don't commit to those so much anymore because it's expensive. But we think reporting on what's happening in our region is just as important as going national and international. So thank you for your support. No matter which show you love, or maybe it's many, I hope so.
3: 1-800-584-2788 is the number to call to show your support. Or go to fuchmoose.org $8 a month or one-time gift of $96. You could put it on your credit card. It's very easy. And thanks.
1: I'm Faith Middleton with Chris Prosperi, and we are excited about this book called One Bottle Cocktail. And Maggie Hoffman is the creator of this book. She's a longtime cocktail creator and writer about drinks. She's, in fact, founded the drink section on Serious Eats Online. And we are featuring this book because, section by section, it gives you many recipes for one bottle of spirits. Not multiple bottles with
2: bitters and this, that, and the other. She's pushing the bartenders to take the same flavors that they get out of the things that they buy for the bar and find those same things in ordinary ingredients.
1: Yeah. It's amazing. That's a really great point. So, Maggie, I'm in the uh, tequila section now of your book This is called
0: the Olivia Flip. Yeah, so Nicholas Bennett, who's a fantastic bartender in New York City, had this idea of sort of taking something like eggnog, but making it more savory and more earthy and more unusual. So if you find eggnog too sweet and heavy, this is a really interesting riff on it. He gets that flavor from using really good olive oil. And the other thing he does is instead of wow. using white sugar, he uses a less processed sugar like demerara or turbinado, sugar mm-hmm. in the raw, that adds its own toasty molasses flavor. Mm, isn't this a great combination?
1: Tequila, fresh lemon juice, simple syrup, and you make it with, as Maggie said, this either demerara or turbinado sugar. Chris, this is the ingenious thing. Just a half ounce of extra virgin olive oil. genius. Pinch
0: of salt and one egg. And, you know, aged tequila has this beautiful combination of the vanilla notes from a barrel that the spirit was aged in. But Mm -hmm. also tequila has its own grassy herbal character. So you get all of those flavors and they're not covered up by a bunch of sweetness.
2: Mm -hmm. And it's not goopy, Mm -hmm. right? Heavy.
0: Yeah. Uh, Robin had raised a good question, which is
1: if you're someone who can't or doesn't want to have raw egg or raw egg whites in your drink, what do you suggest?
0: Well, for this one, I think it's a flip. It's a traditional egg drink with a whole egg, not just the egg whites. And so I'd either follow the recipe or find another one. For most of the drinks in the book, you can make a vegan version by using aquafaba, which is just a fancy word for the liquid in a can of chickpeas or the liquid that you cook chickpeas in. So I like yeah. to find a low-salt or no-salt version so you're not throwing off the balance. And then you can just uh, strain or sort of hold the top of the can and get all the liquid out, keep it in a mason jar, and that will froth up just like an egg white does. How did you, you find that? amazing. Yeah. How would you figure that out? It's actually a trendy thing in vegan baking and has moved to the bar because a lot of bars want to make sure that they're drinking are, you know, acceptable for people who don't eat animal products.
1: So here was one in the tequila section called the Tiburon. When I make a margarita or have one at the bar, I'd say, please leave out the triple sack, all that sugary nonsense, and I say, just give me fresh oranges juice and fresh lime juice. And they say, okay, and that's how they bring it to me. That's how I make it at home. So you're, in effect, doing that here with the Tiburon because it's fresh lime juice and tequila, good tequila, and a little bit of honey
0: syrup. Honey is so great to mix with. You just take a little warm water and stir it into the honey just so that it'll shake in nicely. And then this also has a dash of Tabasco. That's the trick with this. It's not hot, but it gives it a little snap just a little. And this is a signature drink you can find if you go to 12-mile limit in New Orleans.
1: Essentially, we're drinking all over the country. It's a road trip. It's a road
2: trip. I like Faith's idea of having people over every weekend. You could even theme the food to go with where the drink is coming from.
1: Yeah. Here's one, Chris, that I went crazy over. A grilled margarita.
0: What you do is slice up some lemons and put them cut side down right on your grill. If you don't have a grill, I feel sorry for you, but you can do this in a skillet too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Castile. And then the lemons really will caramelize and brown, and the little bit of sugar mm-hmm. that's in lemons will become this wonderful charred caramel flavor. So you let them cool a little bit and then juice them, and that gets mixed with aged tequila and a thin honey. Oh. And a little
1: rosemary sprig. To give it another dimension, sitting on the top. I'm just with looking at the color. Wedge yeah. of charred lemon in there too. You know that. Oh, I thought this was one of the knockouts of the book. For people who don't know the difference
0: between tequila and mezcal, can you explain that? Everyone should learn about mezcal. It's actually one of my favorite spirits. Mm-hmm. Tequila, it turns out, is a type of mezcal. Mezcal is the umbrella of agave spirits and. These traditionally made mezcals, which I would love for people to seek out, are made by roasting the heart of the agave And tequila is made from only one type of agave, and mezcal allows many more types of agave. Often what you taste when you're tasting mezcal is that earthy, roasty flavor. Some of them have a little bit of smoke. It can be very savory, very herbal. Sometimes it even tastes a little bit like olive oil. It works in a lot of drinks that tequila works in, but adds an extra layer of complexity. Oh, so I yeah. also love mezcal and this grilled margarita. Wow. I, you know, I love mezcal. Yeah,
2: I'm with you. It can be a little smoky too sometimes. Yeah. I love that. Yeah.
1: Is it like reposada tequila, which has been aged and nothing really done to it in terms of manipulation?
0: Mezcal is generally not aged in wood. It mm-hmm. sometimes rests in the glass vessel. So you get this very pure, Earthy flavor, mm-hmm. and for me, it fits so well in this book because it 's an agricultural product yeah it hasn 't been manipulated you 're tasting the flavors of the agave plant, mm-hmm. and that 's really special it 's not that someone has added their recipe of spices or botanicals. The way you make gin mezcal just is delicious on its own
1: so at the end of every section, which is concentrates many recipes for one bottle, one spirit. You have this page that's called Bonus Drinks. For people who don't have the book in their hands as we do, tell us how that works.
0: Each of the drinks in this book uses a single spirit. But as I was testing them at home in my kitchen, I found that sometimes they also worked with another spirit. So if you have a bottle of Blanco tequila, unaged tequila, you get to the end of the tequila chapter, and there are what, like eight more drinks that you can find throughout the book that instead of using the spirit in that chapter, you can swap in the tequila.
1: Do you have people over (laughs) to, um, (laughs) fishing for an invitation, do you have people over to try these out with you, or is
0: this a a solitary experience for you? This book was actually written while my child was very young, and so it was written in, like, the one hour that she was at the playground. Oh, my God. Um, but, <laughs> yeah, we have a lot of dinner parties. I'm actually working on a second book that's all drinks to make in pitchers. Nice. Oh, yeah, um, we love and that. And so this weekend I'm having a whole bunch of people over to taste some of those and to taste how those drinks ooh, improve ooh. over time in the fridge. Oh, oh. Um, aging so in your own
1: refrigerator. F-
0: yeah, Okay. so that's
1: a fun party So here we're now in the rum section I like the kind of lower calorie, purer, healthier, wholesome quality to these farmer's market ingredients that go into these drinks And this is called the cantaloupe in Panama <laughs> Cant- Cantaloupe in <laughs> Panama, you get it Okay, so, um, uh,
0: you know, when you've got melons uh, in season uh, go, go ahead, Maggie Cantaloupe is so delicious and fragrant, and so it's great with a fragrant spirit like light rum. And this is just really simple. All you're doing is taking a couple of cubes, and you can mash them up in your cocktail shaker. And you add the rum of cantaloupe and a couple of cubes of cantaloupe that you just mash up using a muddler, or you could probably use the back of a wooden spoon. Mm -hmm. And then you add your spirit. And lime juice, a little bit of simple syrup, and cilantro, which is the secret to sort of cutting that the sweetness of the fruit and giving you a more multifaceted drink.
1: Right. And for people who can't
0: tolerate cilantro, could you use parsley? Ooh, that might be interesting. I would also try basil. um, Mint would be great. Oh, oh, yeah. Any any fragrant herb would work.
2: Every time I have a great cocktail at a bar or a restaurant, I ask what's in it. And then they even bring the bottle of bitters that they got imported from wherever. I'm not going to do that. So I don't usually make cocktails at home because I think I have to have all this stuff.
1: This is so funny you're saying this because I had the same experience. I was trying to – Maggie, too – Uh, Perfect the Manhattan It's, It's a favorite cocktail of mine And so I just kept trying and trying By the time I was done, the bourbon was gone, and I had bitters and a a big, big (laughs) bottle of Antica sweet vermouth, and so I started having just that on rocks, because I I thought, well, I've got to use it, Uh but it's not like I sat around thinking, how delicious is this? I was just being frugal. This is a much better idea, (laughs) this book. So um, here's one that is uh, stones and leaves, so that is ripe peaches that are sliced up with Honey syrup, which is honey and water, some rum again, lemon juice, Thai basil leaves, which are those purple ones you can get now at the supermarket or especially at farmer's markets. You have punches. There's one with fresh strawberries called Midnight in the Garden. She's my cherry pie, which is rum and ripe cherries. Now, that's a combination I'd never Mm. thought of, and it's just making me nuts, thinking how delicious. And it's got kombucha in it for people who love that. There is a Mai 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 Tai with rum, but unsweetened almond milk, fresh lime juice, and a couple
0: tablespoons of orange marmalade. This is like a tiki drink, huh? The Mai Tai is a classic, but Mm -hmm. it always uses orja, which is a fancy syrup made with almonds and usually a a little bit of orange flower water. And this is a clever way around that almond milk, which is easy to find, and marmalade, which is a brilliant pantry substitution. That has a little bit of bitterness, so it balances the drink without having to use some kind of fancy liqueur. And you shake it really well, and then you double strain it. So you strain it through a tea strainer or a fine mesh strainer, and that takes all the little bits out. So what you get is just a clean, bright, tart. This is is
2: giving me the confidence to go do this
0: now. You don't know how excited I am. Marmal, I have marmalade. Uh, Anyone who is comfortable in the kitchen can make great cocktails. (laughs) home. Thank you. Okay. Coming up
1: on the other side of this break, I want to tell you about something called the New World Spritz. It's all from the book The One Bottle Cocktail. Our guest Maggie Hoffman is here. More than 80 recipes with fresh ingredients to be matched with a single spirit at a time. So... The bill for all this is far, far less than you would normally spend to try and make a cocktail at home. We all know what that's like. Here is our toll-free number. If you can give us a gift of $8 a month, this book is our thank you gift to you. 1-800-TOLL-FREE. one 584 2788 or if you are a web person and you
3: happen to be on foodschmooze.org anyway looking for recipes, click that red donate button in the right-hand corner of our homepage and you will be led to a Food Schmooze exclusive pledge page. With your pledge, you can start to um, also send out those e to the party you're going to be throwing so that you can try out some of these cocktails.
1: This is the kind of gift that keeps on giving. Yes. You keep trying it out. You can turn back to it, read it for a while, and then get inspired by one or two of these things because yes. you love a particular spirit.
3: It's like the best book
1: club book you will ever have. <laughs> that is a great yes. thing to say. What a fun book club. Yeah. Thing somebody takes the, these. The, yeah,
3: somebody takes the vodka chapter, somebody takes the rum oh. chapter, and then you get together with book club oh. and you make some cocktails
1: your favorites from the chapter. I want (laughs) to join this book club. I don't feel any pressure to finish the book before we meet again. (laughs) Toll-free, $8 a month as a gift to the station, and then we send this as a thank you to you. 1-800-584-2788. And you can bring your charge card to the phone.
3: Or go to our website, foodchmoose.org. Red donate button. You know where it is. You've probably even used it before. And if you have, we thank you so much. You mentioned that this book is a great gift. I have a basket in mind where The book is part of the basket, and then a bottle of vodka and a bunch of limes and lemons, and it's a whole cocktail gift basket. You know,
1: that's a great wedding present. Or
3: a new house gift, because those new homeowners are not going to be going out to eat anymore for a while. (laughs) (laughs) They have big bills now with the house, and so they can become home bartenders because... They
1: still want to enjoy their cocktails. I like the idea of a birthday present coming in the door that way. one eight hundred five eight four twenty seven eighty eight
3: 584 2788 is the number to call and your pledge of $8 a month or just get it over with with a one-time gift of $96 and
1: this book will be sent to your door. Coming up in this segment, as I mentioned, you're going to hear the New World Spritz, which features rum and watermelon. It's one of my absolute favorite. We've got one that features banana puree. There's a whole section on brandy and how to make cocktails with brandy. And then the whole section on whiskeys. So we're going to go back now to Maggie Hoffman, who created this book. We'd love to send it to you as our thank you gift. Toll free. Bring your charge card. 1-800- Five eight four twenty seven eighty eight. Please call now or visit
3: the website to pledge. It's foodschmooze.org and thanks.
1: Let me be a blender, baby. Don't you know I can whip chop and puree? Won't you let me? Chop and puree I'm Faith Middleton with Chris Prosperi. This is the Food Schmooze Party, which broadcasts in Connecticut, Rhode Island, Massachusetts, and New York. New York, including the east end of Long Island, somewhat into New York City. And we're talking about this one-bottle cocktail book, one spirit at a time so you don't have to spend a fortune in all these fresh fruits and herbs and spices and oh it's just fantastic chris the new world spritz is rum watermelon juice from a seedless watermelon and you just strain it that's how you get the juice fresh lime juice i love watermelon Mm. and lime together and then sugar water which is simple syrup and a little bit of tonic water that's the kick
0: here maggie i love that i love that twist This one is so refreshing and perfect for vacation. Not just another gin and tonic, but a really easy, refreshing drink with just a little bit of bitterness. Hey, thanks to our friends
1: at KQED who are engineering this on their end in San Francisco so Maggie can be with us. Doesn't it sound like she's right in the room with us? I love how that works. Okay, there is a drink called the Off Season And that's the one that has the banana puree in it, where you're mashing up bananas with a little sugar and a little touch of oil.
0: So you're basically making a caramelized banana syrup. So you saute them for a second in the oil so they don't stick. And then when they're all sauteed with that rich demerara sugar then that's what you use to make your syrup and it just gets mixed with rum and lime juice and a little more simple so into the blender it goes this one is from darwin pornell he's a bartender in los angeles los angeles bartenders are great with fresh produce i guess they have a longer season than most of us to work with it and you do
1: this banana puree in advance i'm told.
0: Yeah, you can make it up to three days in advance so you're ready to go.
2: This is a game changer. It really is. I love to cook, but cocktails to me have always been almost off limits because of the talk, the names of the ingredients, these special things. And if I you don't, don't need get any the right of one, the, you Oh, feel and the, like the right it. amount and everything <laughs> has to be so precious and perfect. Not anymore. I love this. Yeah. I'm
1: in this section now of brandies and so there are Collins's, and this uh, part-time model, which is, I uh, got Pisco in it, and Last Night in Peru, that has dried dates, which is really interesting. A sidecar named Desire, cognac, and apricot jam, and lemon juice. Now, you just know that three <laughs> ingredients, that yeah. is going to be a good drink.
2: It just really is. And you're going to impress people. And that's the thing I like about making cocktails usually is that when you make a good one, people are like, wow, that is the best cocktail.
1: So I love a mint julep, classically made. And there's one in here, which is a French julep. That's cognac, lemon juice. Honey syrup, which is honey and water,
0: some fig preserves, and mint leaves, just like the classic. The fig preserves have an almost nutty quality, and cognac has a sort of malty flavor, and the two things are just really delicious together. The whiskey section, people who love rye, rye has gotten to be such
1: a thing, There's a Spanish penny cocktail in here, so the rye, and maple syrup, and sherry vinegar. That sherry
0: vinegar is your acid base and is offsetting the maple syrup. Yeah, it's bright and tangy. And you probably have it around already to make salad dressings. And the clever mm. thing is, sherry vinegar has been aged in barrels, and so it has some of that complexity that you'd find in a liqueur that you'd have to go to the liquor store for.
1: There are a lot of rye cocktails in here. You're you're a rye person, right? Absolutely. Well, I knew I could it's so tell. nice because it's <laughs> it's peppery and spicy and not very sweet, and so it's easy to yeah. mix with. I'm a bourbon person so I immediately went to the bourbons and uh, here's a buttermilk flip and I thought "Mm, let me just see about this and then I read the ingredients and I thought ooh. so a little bit of bourbon some maple syrup that you dilute with water cold brew coffee just a half ounce of buttermilk giving it some texture in the drink really and there is an egg in this one you
0: either have to strain that or that's going in a blender right? You definitely strain it. You're going to shake it until it's really frothy. This is another one that's a take on an eggnog, but not too sweet because it has that cold brew coffee which adds a bitter note. And the buttermilk is really tangy and bright. And for people who love
1: real fruit, fresh fruits in their cocktails, imagine this. It's called the Near Miss. This is out of Chicago. Benjamin Schiller at 5050 Restaurant Group a lemon that's cut into wedges, a few ripe raspberries, a little bit of simple syrup, a couple grapefruit twists, a couple ounces of bourbon, a sprig of mint, and then a splash
0: of chilled club soda at the end. How about that? The clever thing he does here is that the lemon wedges themselves get muddled, and so you get a little bit of the bitterness from the peel. This isn't a sweet drink. It's a really refreshing, bitter, and fruity drink. Sometimes people have apple butter hanging
1: around. You might have that in your pantry. Some people make their own apple butter. Here you're using in a cocktail, a cocktail called Newton's Law. I like the idea of this because apple butter and bourbon just sounds good to me. So dark brown sugar, not a lot, just a little, a little hot water, bourbon, fresh lemon juice, and a couple of teaspoons
0: of apple butter. It's so easy, but it's like all of autumn in a glass.
2: I love her syrups. That got me thinking. Like, it's always sugar and water. But I love her syrups. There's the honey one. Honey and water. Yeah, Yeah. honey and water. And you did one with maple.
3: There's a cinnamon syrup. Imagine how good that would be in any mule.
2: Hot toddies.
3: Mm
2: -hmm. (laughs) Here's one that uh,
1: knocked me out. I can't imagine what this tastes like, but I love the idea. You make a bittersweet radicchio syrup using radicchio, the vegetable. Yeah. And this is called the Auld Boulevard, as in Auld Lang eye. So this one has scotch in it, bittersweet radicchio syrup, which consists of sugar and water. You chopped up some radicchio and some grapefruit twists and some rosemary leaves.
2: So you're making a tea out of it, like, e- right?
1: Exactly. So uh, you combine the scotch with this syrup. And some fresh orange juice. There you go. Can you imagine? These are these vegetable-based cocktails that everybody wants to have right now. So does this have a bitter flavor? What's
0: the deal with this? It does. So bitter flavors are really on the rise, and that's why bartenders collect all these different Italian liqueurs. Uh Um, Zach Overman, who's an amazing bartender in Seattle, had this idea of making your own bittersweet syrup instead of using those liqueurs. So that's where the radicchio and grapefruit come in and so if you like a negroni this is sort of a cousin of the negroni or the boulevardier which which has whiskey
1: wow yes oh my gosh we all love the negroni so this is one we're going to try
2: yeah i always say bitter is the one taste we love to hate we say we hate it, but we always want a little bit more right after we say, oh, I don't like bitter. And then I go, oh, I want just a little bit more.
1: Uh, yeah, <laughs> I want some more of the broccoli yeah, yeah. rub. Yeah. I want a Ooh, that little bit more that. I didn't of like the way that tastes, but I want Nebranca. more. <laughs> <laughs> I know it. Oh, boy. Hey, Maggie, I'm sure that as curator, you were very careful to pare these down so that they didn't seem impossible and too chefy. To bartendery where they're straining, and we uh, sometimes have a martini competition on this show, and the, the things—it looks like inside an industrial factory. Some of the people set up, and I think how can anyone make this at home? It's impossible. This has still been set up in the corner. <laughs> Tomato
2: water. Tomato water,
1: water, and oh my god! <laughs> so I know you're curating to make sure that it's pared down. How did you keep them on the straight and narrow?
0: Well, sometimes I'd go back and say, hey, is there some way to make this a little bit simpler? But most of the time, my job was to make sure that there was variety so that if you walk through the farmer's market, almost anything that you grab... There will be a drink in the one bottle cocktail for you. So then I already had a blueberry drink and so I needed a cantaloupe drink and then I needed a watermelon drink and a honeydew drink and and all the vegetables, the bell peppers and the radicchio. So it was mostly about making sure there was diversity. Did you assign a fruit?
1: To each bartender, I know sometimes they came up with the idea, but did you also?
0: Early on, it was all them getting excited. And then as we got toward the last 10 recipes, they'd say, oh, can I do jam? And I already had it. Or, oh, can I do chamomile tea? And I already had it. So then I would say, okay, now we need cherries. Mm. And that's how we wrapped it up.
1: What fun. This is what cocktail making has become, in america and many other countries just the kitchen and the bar collaborating much more right maggie
0: yeah i think so and i think also bartenders out at fancy bars are making really complicated drinks and what's happening now is that people at home say hey i'm gonna go out for that what can i do that's easier and more fun and more affordable at home Mm
2: -hmm. agreed
1: agreed yeah that's our thing too we love this Maggie, thank you so much for being on the show. We want to tell people how uh, they can have this book sent to their doors as a thank you gift for supporting the show and everything they hear on WNPR. But in the meantime, thank you for sharing your recipes with us on our website, foodschmooze.org, and for doing this book. It's long overdue. We just love it, as you can hear. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Okay. Maggie Hoffman, our guest from KQED in San Francisco. I'm with Chris Brasberry and Robin doyen Aiken, the senior producer. We're here to say I would love this very book I'm holding in my hands, which is hardback from a, a publisher that we love a lot, and they have done gorgeous photography for her work. Eighty recipes with fresh ingredients, fruits and vegetables and herbs and spices. And a single spirit at a time. So a long section on just vodka, then all on rum, then tequila, then mezcal, then whiskey, then bourbon. So it's just so, and gin, it's so smart. Here's the toll-free number if you'd like to make a gift to the station of $8 a month. Do you think that's possible? I hope so, because this is why we exist, because of people like you, and we'd like to add your name to the list and say we so appreciate you being an active supporter of what you hear, a kind of associate producer of everything you hear on this station, Connecticut Public. Our toll-free number is 1-800-584-2788.
3: Or go to the website, you're probably visiting the website today anyway, foodchmoose.org. Click the red Donate button on the right-hand corner of the page, and you will see our Faith Middleton Food Pledge page, where Maggie's book will be front and center. You can start thinking about the first drinks that you're going to be making from this book. Get more out of your cocktails by putting less in them. So no oh. tinctures, no special mm. potions, no smoke. No smoke. No.
1: <laughs> no. Bad, bad no. smoke.
3: Just regular old fruits, vegetables, spices, all the stuff you already have. And maybe, you know, make that cinnamon simple syrup. I'm recommending that. And see what you come up with.
1: The fun of sitting with friends and saying, all right, let's try this. Robin's, I think, genius idea of having a book club take up this book. We hope you will. You be the one to get it for your book club and then pass it around to people. Here's the toll-free number, $8 a month, and that is 1-800-584-2788. You're right that it is toll-free, Twenty-seven eighty-eight. We always say bring your charge card to the phone because it's just easier that way for you and then there's not a lot of fumbling and you can be on your way. It takes about 60 seconds to do this. And I'll tell you, we wouldn't be here right now without all those who have called through these years. We thank them and we thank you. In, in case you're one of them, and maybe you're a first time person, love those. I know <laughs> you. You kind of cheer us on, and you say, "I hope they call." And I'm here to say, you know what? We're talking to you, so come on, give it a try because you feel different. I remember I felt so different the first time I made a contribution to my public radio station. So, one eight hundred toll free five eight four
3: twenty seven eighty eight or fuchsmoos dot org. And you know, Faith, we say bring your charge card to the phone. If that's not your thing, you could also bring your checkbook to the phone because you can become a sustainer at $8 a month and it will automatically come out of your checking account. It's just as easy as a charge card.
1: Yeah. We have heard from people that would just touch you. We've had kids give us their lemonade stand money. I've met those same kids now as grown-ups coming to events that I host. We have people who are able to be dollar-a-day supporters. It's just so amazing, the community that public radio is. So here's the toll-free number, 1-800-584-2788. As Robin says, if you're in the car right now uh, or or listening in your headphones, you're, you're off on a walk. Don't worry, because when you get back, uh, you can go to our website. Go to foodschmooze.org. The right-hand corner of the page, you'll see our red Donate button. Click that, and you will go to our pledge page where you'll see Maggie's mm. book. People give to the station in so many ways. Some people volunteer time. Others say, I'm going to make a gift to the station in whatever amount feels comfortable to you. And then there's Chris Rosberry, who has been... An endless contributor in so many ways to the show with food and supplies and events that we do. And he's just a champion to us. Thank you, Chris. Super fan.
2: (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) 1-800-584-2788
3: 1-800-584-2788 is the number to call, or please visit org and pick this book up for yourself for $8 a month or a one-time gift of
1: $96. Hey, thanks so much for a contribution you've made or intend to make. I hope you'll do it right now. 1-800-584-2788. As this show ends and you go on to the next one, you can still take advantage of everything you have heard during this hour. I'm excited about that. We're on Connecticut Public Radio Thursdays at 3, Saturdays at noon. Weekdays, listen for my 60-second food schmoozes and never eat more than you can lift. In New Haven, I'm Faith Middleton.